Friday. Friday. Venus's day. Mm. Swan drawn chariot finally comes, swerves by to scoop us up. Freaky Friday, start of the freak end. Let's get fucking wild. It's the come up Trinity <laughs> Infinity coming at ya. <laughs> Lovely. It's very romantic. Yeah. A new budding love. Yeah. In your life. Yeah. You're deeply in love with the show, The Come Up. I hear. Sorry, I just had to turn way down. That was my bad. Heard that. Well, you could play a little bit more. <laughs> we don't want you to stop. We were just we were describing like a montage in a movie where three people fall in love. <laughs> and it's kind of wild, and it's like, can we even do this? Is, is this legal? <laughs> it's illegal. Forbidden love. Forbidden love. Forbidden love Friday. Here you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Buzzcock song, "Ever Fallen in Love with Someone You Shouldn't Have Fallen in Love With." Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Great I don't one. really know what it means, though. Like, is there anyone you shouldn't fall in love with? Yes. Okay. Your boyfriend's brother. That's fucking rough one. I'm glad I don't have a brother. I'm glad I don't have to think about that shit. <sighs> yeah. Stuff like that. You know, it's just like stuff that would be a little too messy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think it's all good, though. I think it's all, yeah, it's all messy, and we're, you should be honoring your desires and where you have resonance. And finding connection in this lifetime is really rare, you know, people that you feel comfortable and safe around, and not just that, that you feel like are going to expand you in the right direction and, yeah, you know, make your life bigger and not smaller. And It's hard to find that. My, my first two girlfriends were sisters, you know? We were just talking about this not the At the same day. time, though. Not at the same time, but like <laughs> barely separated and uh, they worked it out. We all worked it out. Like we all love each other more, you know, there was a lot of love there and it was good. Yeah. I'm mad love to Kathleen and Melissa, the oh, coolest yeah. girls out there. Yeah. My first loves, my, my next door neighbors. When we, when my family moved to Florida, we looked at a hundred houses. I'm not kidding you. We drove around and the, the realtor showed us this one house. It was just like every other house. And she was like, and two girls your age actually uh, live next door. I was like, can we get this house? I didn't even know anything about them. I was just like, that's my vote. <laughs> this house. Really worked out for you. Yeah, it worked out. I had never kissed a girl or, or done anything. And then I found myself in this situation where the neighbors were making it easy for me. So, yeah. Life about the ladies. Yeah, death of a ladies man. <laughs> we have been honoring Leonard Cohen a lot this week. So he was a true ladies man. But he also had a great period of reprieve from that as most a monk, of his life know? yeah yeah so yeah. he did the dance and then yeah but yeah. i have felt it on fridays i don't know if you guys feel this but like if i don't have plans on a friday night there's like this urge in me to like be part of something mm. or love on someone or you know make the date night at home extra special or there's just like something yeah the venus is there even in the days when i um like went off to a day job or whatever like man the, the lead up like like friday all day i was like thinking about uh, fucking how much i was gonna freak out and go crazy that night and like just planning all day around it fucking trying to stay hydrated so i could really fucking go crazy you know 
So I, I don't know. I I've always always associated Friday with like the day you blow it out. Like Saturday, you take it down a little bit and you fucking ground down, and do what you got to do. Sunday, unfortunately, you start getting ready for the the slog to start all over again. Blow it out. That's a good theme. That's a good way to beat the today. Yeah. In every way. Mm. You know. You know, you're going to get through the day, but then you start like around, you know, three, four o'clock being like, just telling yourself you're about to have the best weekend ever and it's going to start tonight. Yeah. That's what I like to do. I'm like, this is going to be the best weekend ever. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and now that we're in the equinox as well and the sun's in Libra from uh, Virgo, we've moved past the individual focus and moved to the collective focus on things and more about companionship and coming together and venusian ideas all around what are venusian ideas yes love is, love is any yeah I, I think it's anything i feel like i encapsulate love as broad as like coming together mm-hmm. i think of mars as a separator yeah mm-hmm. and in mythology they're like old school lovers but they're sort of like opposite sides of the same coin apparently mm-hmm. and venus is sort of all about coming together and bringing people together um and so, yeah, when you have the sun in Libra and it's ruled by Venus, wherever Venus is, is more influential, if that makes sense. So when the sun was in Virgo before, because Mercury rules Virgo, wherever Mercury was in the sky was really like a bigger influencer. Mm. Right. So there's things like that about, about the So it's a good time, space time to be on a Friday, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Every Friday is a good time. I like to think so. In in the psychedelic socialist future that I like to envision um, coming from the ashes of the extreme exploitation and looting of our resources that's going on, I imagine every day feeling like Friday. You know? I, feel, I, I imagine every day kind of feeling like Friday night. Like, oh, we're going to come together. We're going to celebrate. We're going to share with each other. You know? We're going to be lovers. Not sexually, but like we're going to fucking love on each other. Yeah. I feel like the the future I envision it all feel every day feels like Halloween every day feels like Friday. well every day should feel like a vaca- vacation because before we had the structure of our society you were just following how you felt that was yeah. how you navigated your day fuck. was how I'm feeling Damn. and that's why we get so excited on vacation it's like oh fuck yeah I can just follow how I feel today I don't have to force myself to, into a structure yeah. yeah you know and pretend to be excited about whatever I have to be pretend to be excited about mm. um, and I, that's also my vision for the future is where people can be more flaky and on a whim and follow their feelings and honor their feelings and yeah. um, honor the vibe and um, you know, ask for consent with vibes and stuff too. Like if you walk into a room and like everything is high vibe or whatever, and you have a bunch of shit to vent, like maybe be like, Hey, are you guys ready to bring this to Pluto? That's where I'm at. That's what I'm bringing to the table right now. You know what I mean? And everyone's like, we all know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, that's, that's also my dream. Um, I think we're, we're uh, you know, we're, we're kind of a microcosm. Our, our little community, our little budding community is a little bit of a microcosm for that because I feel like it's hard for someone to bring bullshit into this vibe and hold on to it for very long. And I feel like yeah. a lot of times if someone's bringing bullshit in, they almost have to acknowledge it. Like our our friends have gotten really good at that, you know, coming over here or whatever and just like, let me vent, let me download, let me tell you where I'm at so I can join in the frequency, right. you know? Yeah, I love knowing where people are at because then it's so honest. It is like something that allows you to be more present. 
is if you're just like bring the truth to the surface mm. and then you can see you can be seen for where you're at and you can see other people and you're not like faking it like faking it's the fucking worst man it is it's kind of like one of the worst ways we uh subvert our spirit is is like this idea that i'm faking it like for who like this is your life this is yeah. your chance you know yeah. you were a jealous angel up there watching this fucking madness and yeah. you wanted to take form and learn <laughs> your lessons and fucking expand your consciousness and you're here and yeah. now you're complaining like yeah. come on yeah yeah it's kind of funny because it's like the it's the balance of like you don't want to fake it but you also kind of want to fake it till you make it because you know that you want to be at higher frequency and a lot of times the easiest route for me to get from low frequency to high frequency is just to like start embodying it oh yeah you know like mm -hmm. just bring it into my presence bring it into my periphery like no i want to have a good time no i want to laugh no i want to get the joke no i want levity i want to dance so sometimes you can kind of like fake it till you make it where all of a sudden you're like i'm gonna fucking dance because i'm so fucking pissed and then all of a sudden you're dancing you're like oh my god it's working yeah, <laughs> dancing has been a big theme this week and i do think that's a way to break that cycle like that's actually a really good one because because a dead giveaway every time that you're that you're off on one is when you can't laugh when you can't keep up with the joke when you can't you know participate in like the thing that everyone else is clearly trying to sustain right you know when, when you when you can't pick up on that and you're just like a, just that beat behind it all and you're just fucking a little bit that's a good time to dance it's a good time to just fucking ground back into your body friday's like a great time to dance hell yeah 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 i don't think you want to fake it in like that you want to prioritize visibility of other people you know you want to be looking at the things that maybe you're choosing to not like bring to the forefront of prioritize in that moment mm. um but yeah i think in the age of aquarius it's like really interesting to think about where we're going because we are coming into these more like humanitarian values as a society which is like very clear if you go on instagram you know like there's a lot yeah. of virtue signaling and it's cool like it seems like at least on a shallow level which is cool because once stuff is on the surface it will it will you know fall to deeper parts people are shifting away from domination and power and money to valuing more like the collective consciousness is very Aquarian, you know, and mm. each other and more of the humanitarian things. But it also feels like we're feeling all of this pressure as the individual with that as well. And this need to take space because we're all so psychically connected now. And um, Aquarius rules the 11th house, which is also kind of talking about visibility and how you're received and seen in the world, not what you do, but how it's received. And I think with the world of social media, like we're all so obsessed with that. To the point that we don't take times to just look at ourselves, you yeah. know, without the perspective or influence or constant comparison to what other people are doing. Yeah. Um, and it gives us a lot of stuff that doesn't have a lot of substance, you know, because there's just these shallow reflections of what yeah. we think people want. Yeah. Which is really not usually what they want. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? Well, well, they want substance. Yeah. They, they, we, we want, we're seeking a deeper connection. I think like what you just said is it's a good encapsulation of how I look at virtual virtue signaling is like, I've, I've always thought of it as kind of a positive thing, but I didn't know how to put words to it. And yeah. that's a very compassionate way of doing it. Like, Hey, if, if, if someone's signaling to the world, even if they're not like that, if they're signaling to the world that they want to be like that, like that's gotta we're be going, a net positive. We're going the right direction slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still really fucked up, but like, it's really fucked it, up. It's, you know, you, you won't meet a younger generation kid younger than me that doesn't not care about global warming or, you know, all of these oh, things yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, it's uh, the the awakening has happened slowly. Uh, like I kind of bridge the generation totally. between the boomers totally. and like the people younger than you, and uh, whole different thing. The yeah. boomers are really like if if I can make a broad, really stupid broad <laughs> generalization, they're all about themselves. You can barely get a boomer to you can't get them to listen to you because they're just like, what does this have to do with me? Well, because they grew up in a more scarcity mindset, yeah. so you had to be more protective and more defensive and more seemingly Mm self-preserving because it didn't seem like you could be safe enough to be self-preserving and then focus on other people because that has to come from such a solidity and a grounding within yourself to say okay i'm okay now what can i do for other people yeah we all get to that place and we're you know happy and okay and we have the rest of our life fulfilled if we're lucky enough to come to those places in our life you know um and that's the beauty of like recognizing your privilege in those moments and being like, oh shit, like I have this and I have the energy and the awareness and perspective. Like, of course I'm going to go help other people arrive here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I want to help other people get to this place when you have the contrast of being in the same world and the same reality, but experiencing a completely different thing, going from a hell realm experience to a heaven yeah. experience in the same, maybe place on earth, same city, same apartment, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's uh it's it's to what we were speaking about I believe Monday or Tuesday power when yeah. when when you regain your power, believe it or not you start to have influence because yeah. people see that people see like freedom is not about an amount of money you have in your bank account or who's your employer or how much time you get off or like we we've fucking totally bastardized what that totally. word is and. You know, uh, this country especially, just like, that's our thing, freedom. Free- we don't fucking know jack shit about freedom yeah. here. We're a bunch of fucking snitches in this yeah. country. We're a bunch of fucking cops. Whether you're a cop yeah. or not, you're a fucking cop. Yeah. You're a snitch. Yeah. And we got to deal with that. And yeah. we're a bunch of snitches and cops that kind of masquerade as freedom fighters. And we have no clue. Yeah. But when you encounter a being that is truly free, it's influential. Yeah. And it's not about their pre- specific prescription to get there just that they've reclaimed their kingdom it's a beautiful thing it's what we pray for for all of our friends you know actualization and for ourselves and for ourselves of course yeah i think one perspective of freedom is that you don't need anything and i think what's Mm. inherently contradictory about the way that america is set up is that we our whole thing is set up around the justice system (laughs) around judgment and it's the illusion of justice of course because you know when one bad act is done to another uh like the karma of that is going to play out however it's going to play out and a third party being brought in for some sort of moral imperative that doesn't exist for judgment and punishment mm. y- you know <laughs> um it's completely it's like completely contradictory to the idea of freedom which is that you don't need other people for anything, for happiness, for consent, for for justice, for justice, for whatever it is, you know, mm. um, it's it's the premise that you do, yeah, that there you do need people to follow a moral imperative that some, you know, colonial person agreed upon. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> some rich um, white landowner, and I know it's like the most. I think it's one of the most disturbing things in spirituality to come to and to come around that there isn't a moral imperative, you know, and that. When we say that murderers should be in jail, which seems like a pretty logical, fair off truism that could just be across the board, like it is a choice. It's 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 something we're deciding as an imperative. It's not a universal thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The universe is full of all of it, the most disgusting shit 
ever, you know? Yeah. Um, it's happening and it's, there, there is no good or bad to it. And it's your, it's your perspective on it. And that's the other thing too. It's like with spirituality, I think we want to be less judgmental, but at the same time, part of life is honoring your feelings, which is, um, having judgments about things and deciding like, how you want to move forward and carry yourself and how you want to carry others um, and who you want to carry and curate your life. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's it not demonizing that happening in you as well. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, as above, so below, if you're, if you're consenting for the society you live in to disappear their problems in the form of uh, prisons and, you know, work and death penalties and this kind of thing. You're consenting to do that to yourself. And what happens? It rears its fucking ugly head. Anything that you try to suppress or disappear in your soul yeah. fucking comes back around to bite you. And it, it always will. And we're an empire in decline. And you see an empire in decline, what it needs more and more of is uh, humans to fill the jails and, and humans to be harvested. You know, we're, we're harvesting homeless people. Like it's fucking disgusting. Like this, yeah. this place is it's, it's it's run rampant, out of control. But it, you know, there, there's a way to uh, divest and reinvest, and it kind of yeah. starts. It starts here every yeah. time. Yeah, and the illusion of control that like once somebody has done something wrong, like you, that you can control evil or that you can control low frequency. Mm-hmm. You know, just by more force. Yeah. You know, more force and more drive and. Um, a lot of times, you know, I think it's usually probably the opposite, you know, for anything beneficial to happen, you know, mm-hmm. less force, more listening, more acceptance, you know, more understanding. Yeah. Um, but again, that also comes with a huge trust fall that like your fellow man does want to evolve and change and wants to be a good person. And I think that is a truism, you know, I think that's true. And, um, if you know that about yourself, why not apply that to every motherfucker you meet? Yeah. Like they're, they're doing their best. Why am I going to hold someone to their lowest moment? I, I I love when I when I get those those challenges like mm, man we were in the grocery store the other day and some ladies on the phone top of her lungs talking on the phone while she's trying to check out while her two spaz kids run around the store destroying the store grabbing everything and I'm sitting there like under my breath like come on lady come on lady I'm getting louder and louder and then I, I caught myself and I was like oh Ramdas talks about this all the time yeah. she's my guru yeah and I just settled into like this is perfect, yeah. you know. These <laughs> kids are being kids, you know, and she's being fucking clueless and stressed out. And yeah. it's like, it's perfect. And like I let that moment instead perfect. of instead of uh, you know it being a fucking chaotic mess that's stressing me out, just being like the epitome of perfection. Yeah. And that's like heroin to me. Yeah. You know? Well, that's our job here is like to transmute energy. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. to like not just like create the karmic cycle where like someone should we should like what i work on and what i have been working on is like taking in like what does he say goober garbage or whatever garbage goober garbage goober i love garbage that's how i feel with like people shit yeah i'm like give it to me come on bring it on you know what i mean like let's let's dry this like i want to absorb it and transmute it so that it doesn't have to like continue because like you guys are saying venting is so valuable and i want to believe that i can vent without creating a karmic thing and the only way i can believe that is if i can myself transmute other people's like karmic trash and mm-hmm. not like continue the cycle. So it's like finding those people you can trust to transmute your trash and doing that in like a safe and consensual way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, change the energy, don't match the energy. 
which really is the whole premise system of the justice system is matching the energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, you want to be fucking aggressive and punish people? We're going to be fucking aggressive and punish oh, you. Oh, you think you're violent? Actually, the U.S. government has a world monopoly even, on yeah, violence. you don't even know what violence is. You don't even <laughs> fucking understand. We will inflict violence you could have never conceived. You know? And, and the difference is people are desperate and people yeah. are usually doing those crimes out of desperation. What the fuck is our government doing? What yeah. the fuck are we consenting to? Yeah. Let's stop consenting. Yeah. Let's fucking turn this place into the freaky deaky dance party that we need it to be. Totally. And it happens large scale like that. And then it also happens like microcosmically, you know, in our apartment when like fear enters the room through somebody's insecurity, low frequency. Mm-hmm. And then you see how it fucking turns into a wildfire. Ooh. A wildfire. Yo, I dropped. I was. I picked up Mare yesterday, and she was just like letting some out stuff out. And I was like, "Hey, before you go upstairs, like you know, just be very clear with your language to Sean, because he'll get really confused. <laughs> like, cause she was speaking very astro- astrologically. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And she's like, "Yo, trust me, I know my audience." <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I'm I'm picking up a whole new language. I, I haven't quite applied it into my vernacular yet, but like I'm absorbing, and I feel like I understand everything Mare says about astrology somehow. But I'm not able to speak the language yet, but I can I can understand it. <laughs> it's helped me a lot. And I think that this this show helps me a lot. I like doing it. Um, I'm really glad we're back. I'm glad we're we have some focus and we we have a vision for this thing and we want to grow it. And I just fucking deeply appreciate anyone sticking with us. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to hold space in the air for people. Yeah. That's part of my Saturn return. And I'm really excited to be here and do this. Yeah. We're a triangle. That's a powerful fucking yeah, symbol right absolutely. there. Absolutely. I experienced a lot of come ups in my life too. Like as soon as I heard that name, it just like resonated so deep in my gut, yeah. you know, with all the things that I've done, whether it is coming up on psychedelics or like being nervous to tattoo someone to come up with the anxiety of that or like performing, you know, yeah. there's a lot of come ups that I deal with. And being a young filmmaker on the come up, like that's a term, that's a term that people use you totally know? totally and, and it's that and it's that thing where you're like can i handle this absolutely can i know i got on a roller coaster but this thing's just gonna keep going up like yeah. i can it's i that handle moment this? of oh shit yeah yeah, yeah. i have it almost every trip yeah you know i love it how <laughs> did that that dead it. show with you one oh. god incredible <sighs> incredible candy flip Ooh. but there was just 30 seconds where i like mm. put my hand on sean's knee and i was like Phew. Yeah. Can I do this? Yeah, can I do this? And it's like And I was like, like, Yes I can <laughs> And I'm like, Can I do this? I'm like, I guess I guess we can, you know? Yeah. We'll, we're gonna be okay. We're killers, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm we're gonna doubt myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we I wanna yeah, we're here for the come up. It's always worth it. However yeah. hard you, the come up is, like however hard your morning is, it's gonna be worth it. You fucking struggle in the morning, you go out running, you do whatever else, like you are setting yourself up. So if you don't go through the depths of hell and the come up of acid, like on the other side of that, when you can stand up again, you're gonna be like, I'm the ruler of the world. Yeah, you were born for this. You're only dealing with the exact amount that you wanted to be dealing with. <laughs> or that you want to be dealing with at any time, really. Everything yeah. is consensual. Exactly. That's the most upsetting truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Go That's out with really controversy. Good. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. I like to. Appreciate y'all. We'll be seeing you next week. Thanks for hanging out here on the come up oh, in the church at Chill. Sean Cass and Mayor, patreon.com slash church at chill. We'll see you soon, y'all.